man. Hey, gone. Hey, how you going, mate? Good. Happy 2023 to you. I see you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I did. I just figured out while I was waiting for you. So like, oh, I can change your background. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, I was going to text you and say, hey, man, you should um, check out the capital punishment one. And then I thought, oh, I should change mine. And then I was like, I don't have it on my computer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. How you going, man? It's all good, mate. It's all good. How's things down there? Yeah, it's pretty good. We had a bit of, well, I know you guys won't want to hear it, but um, we had a bit of rain today for the first time in okay. weeks and weeks and weeks. I know it's so wet and everything's destroyed up the North Island. Um, yeah, down here, we've had a big drought. Yeah. So it was actually real nice to have, um, it was real nice to have some rain. We worked in it this morning and uh, it was just hosing down and everybody was just having like a real good time because it's just, yeah, you know, it's been like 30 degrees, 32 degrees. It's just hot. Um vanity. Yeah. Which reminds reminds me, um, for a start, I've written down, I was like, we need to do a shout out to everybody up the North Island that's having a real hard time at the moment. Because yeah, you guys are all in our hearts and um and we know that it must be just devastating with the weather and the earthquakes and everything that's going on. So um I hope these are all safe and um if there's anything that we can do to help out, if you're trying to promote or make money or something somehow to fundraise for your areas, then just let us know so we can share it around. So yeah, 100%. we see the uh, uh, the nationals have been put off, unfortunately. The W, so the IFMA nationals. Yeah, I said they were going to be up in Gizzy, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I said it's been postponed. Uh, yeah, that's a shame because it's actually grown a fair bit of momentum the last year or two, eh? Just um what's going on with the kids and that they're all getting away between you know like between them and like the wka stuff and that it's actually and now sam cups back in i don't know if, yeah. a bit with some kids and that as well again which is great because they haven't had a show for a wee while and uh, hopefully they can get it going because they're in napier you know so um, I know it's been pretty pretty hard work there with the weather so um hopefully go ahead but i see csn's putting on a wee show um yeah, they're doing um a future more tired. They're doing the um the IFMA rules, but I think it is it the, the youth only or is it everyone? I th I think it's everyone, but I, I thought it was yeah, I thought that's what I saw their saw their post the other day. I think that's actually pretty cool because if they've got something on, you know, if there's kids that's been training for busy, then they can get over and um have a bit yeah. of a bang out. And um I'm sure it'd be a pretty cool wee show. It looked like a pretty cool wee concept. There's all sorts of uh, different sort of classes and that, so it looks I'm sure Oz and that'll be making a pretty good job of it, whatever they're doing. So that'd be cool. But, um, I do, I do wonder, because um, to, to me, no matter what nationals we've had, hmm. that's been quite limited in the amount of people who've turned up. And I think yeah. one of the one of the great things is you get to have multiple flights in one day. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's good. However, one of them, you have to pay your own way. Yeah, so that, that might be a barrier, and so. Yeah. Often find that if that's in Auckland, you get a lot of Aucklanders, but almost yeah. not in Auckland. Yeah, and the same type of thing happens. No Aucklanders. Yeah, and I, th I think um the most I've ever seen in one division is maybe four. Yeah, maybe five people. Yeah, which is a shame because it'd be a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It'd be cool. Um, it's hard too, and like, and it's I don't know some places are always going to be hard to get to, but. 
I think having in Gisborne too is um, is a really, really hard place for anyone to get to, um, mm. especially in the South Island because it's so, it's a it's so expensive to fly to Gisborne from Christchurch, and yeah. you fly to Napier, and then you got to get a rental car and drive for four hours. So it's yeah. just a really hard, hard like for us. It's just not an opportunity. Like we've got heaps of kids that we'd love to send, but we can't get them there. So I, I suppose maybe, um, to me it's a doubly sword. So we often don't have too big a crowd. Yeah, um, and we don't have that many competitors, so yeah. because of those competitors, you've almost got you have to run it on. Yeah, we're the very, most are. Uh... Yeah, well, yeah, but you also have to run it on a very um small budget. Yeah, yeah. So often means it's, it's in or around the gym. It's, it's very difficult to do. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I wish we. Could, I'm not sure what the answer is there. Yeah, and we don't really have the population either. Eh? Like it's the same old thing, you know. We don't. How do we get more kids into Muay Thai that can compete? You know what I mean? Like, um, well, it's not, it's not even kids, right? Because the, the nationals are adults as well. Yeah. So, it's, and I, I think we've always been across the board. We've kind of just struggled a lot. Yeah. To get people, you yeah. know, and I think the national well run everything else. This yeah. is like, how do we get people into it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the man. Here's the man. Steve, here you go, bro. Oh, I'm good. Oh. I'm good. Man, you shopping down a baby gap, bro? <laughs> <laughs> baby gap. Yeah, baby gap. You know, you get all the all the baby clothes, like the real tight t-shirts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this, look- this is my uh, this is my uh, my MTI t-shirt, man. Oh, yeah, that's mean, eh? I you're just, looking. I just I just gained some muscles, bro. So. Yeah, bro, you're looking, you're looking sharp, it was, man. It was, a, it, was a looser, it was a looser fit before, but now, oh, you know. bro, what a, scene, man. what a flex, man. Good work. You're doing well, man. You're looking in good shape, bro. Good on you. It's cool. The creatine, the creatine is uh, is doing its job. That's yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Doing. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Eating it like the bucket full way. It's all good. Um, has your day been all good? Nah, nah, it's not been all good, bro. <laughs> oh. oh, that's no good, man. That's no good. It's, it's not that bad, but it's like I was putting my daughter to sleep before, and then um, she just vomited like all <laughs> over me, man. like literally all over me. And it was oh. like it, I couldn't even believe that a tiny baby could fit that much vomit inside them. Oh, it's crazy uh, so, how much. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best, man. Oh, yeah. that's a bit ratchet. And um, and and you, how's your how's your house and everything up there, bro? With all the weather and that, you're all good, bro. So we're really lucky. Our house is north facing. Yeah. The wind is coming from the southeast and then the southwest. Yeah. So yeah. there's a mound of like trees and like a hill and a bank and everything. So it was smashing on like uh, the back of our house a bit, but all my trees like. The over 400 trees that i planted yeah. they're all on the front side so um yeah they didn't get too affected bro that's um, good really lucky really lucky yeah. and you're quite high up too eh, bro yeah high up high wind zone yeah so definitely winds um but only yeah only two trees kind of like just tipped on an angle but they didn't like get uprooted or anything they're just small trees you know so yeah. i just tied them back they're all good, man. Oh, that's yeah. good, man. Yeah, that's good. I've been thinking about you, man, and I've been hoping that everything's all good, man. So, um, pretty hard work that weather, man. We were just saying before we did a bit of a 
to um, how you're going and, and a shout out to everybody that's been affected up, up the North yeah. Island, you know, and um, our thoughts are thoughts are with everybody and, and your whanau and everybody yeah. around you and your, and your neighbourhood. So, um, yeah. It was really tough not being able to contact anyone from Napier for a while. Yeah. Like, um, I was stressed, man. And then luckily, um, one of my friends, he, he lives down there um, with his with his two children and his and his wife, um, but yeah, he just he just got um, internet going, and then he told me, bro, it was the craziest thing. We were actually unaffected. Yeah. And he goes, it was really weird because we went to sleep like any other night, bunkered down, woke up in the morning, and then it was like they had no power, but they were fine. Yeah. But then everyone was just annihilated. So wow. it was like it was like that. That's so lucky, bro. Like yeah. far out. That's crazy, I was freaking man. out. I haven't heard from him for ages. You know, I was like really stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tush had yeah. that with her sister. She's up in Gisborne, and and they couldn't get hold of her for a while, and that they were a bit concerned. But then she sort of came through, which was yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, it's really scary, man. And and the yeah. poor people that have lost their houses and stuff, man. Like that's just yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy, man. You know, like it's it's not just lost your house; you can rebuild. The land's actually gone as well, you know. Like we, we do build it, and the insurances are saying, "Oh, that you know, cover the house, but we don't cover the land." It's like, well, my land's been washed away now, you know. Like, yeah, a lot of work to be done. How, how to yeah, there is for some. Did you guys see any? I think, fight? Oh, sorry, bro. I think. Sorry, sorry. I think there's still like thirteen hundred people missing. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's pretty intense. Eh? Yeah, it's it's horrible way. Yeah, yeah, man. And then you had those big earthquakes and that over in Turkey and um, Syria and that, and it's just like, and they've lost so many people. And then they're getting them here. It's like we talk talking about it with the guy today, though. But it's like you know, you see through like the millions of years of evolution that the, that the world's been evolving, and there's been big mm. things happening. You know, that push the Southern Alps up out of the water and all that kind of stuff, and. And we're in a 10-year period at the moment, or 20-year periods, if you count the Christchurch earthquakes and stuff, where we're actually living through one of those really dramatic changes at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing's really happened for a couple of thousand years, and then now it's just like, fucking... Going for it. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it's, it's fucking out the gate, man. Now, should, should, we, should we kick on to it? So, Scotty, you were saying something before? Oh, about the um, kids' show. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I reckon it's just hard. It's it's hard for the kids to get anywhere, um, especially from the South Island, you know. And like, they've had offers to bring it down to the South Island, but again, I'd risky thing trying to put it on because I don't know whether you'd get that many kids who would travel to it. You know what I mean? Um, there is getting more and more opportunities. To catch you up, Steve, we're just talking about um, the nationals. So the um, the right. nationals um, for adults and kids uh, were right. planning in Gisborne on um, in a couple of weeks' time. I can't remember the exact date, um, but obviously because of everything up there, they've been uh, postponed. Anyway, so, okay. um, so so we're just talking in general about how hard it is to run a nationals. That often you find that if it's Auckland, you have Aucklanders, but no one coming from North South Island. You know, so it's always hard to work out how to get more people to it. Mm. have you had any thoughts around that yeah that's a good question man i mean like i can remember i fought in the nationals twice um and i won it <laughs> with times um like i remember having to travel down to Porirua, 
um, to to compete. Um, and I guess we we were just <laughs> we were just committed, you know, like we just wanted yeah. to go down. Yeah. But um, there was barely anyone from Auckland that year. It was all yeah. I think we're <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. It's I, I think uh, one of the biggest things that would help um, with that would be just to kind of like educate people on what it actually is. Yeah. Because I feel regardless of, you know, everyone, like most of the people in the know knowing it, there yeah. are still a lot of fighters that are kind of like new to the scene that um, don't actually know what it is and like what kind of opportunities can come from something like IFMA, you know? Mm. So I, that's, that's quite a big one. Um, it's just probably going to come down to more or less a bit more exposure as to like what it actually is. Mm. Um, and yeah, that is a tough one because I know that like, you know, uh, I don't like, like talk badly about it, but I know that some teams haven't had the best experience with it at overall. So, you know, I think that's kind of like, maybe they've just peeps certain gyms and other people have like drifted away from it a little bit. Mm. Um, So it becomes like, if you want to do it, you're doing it because you've got a team that you believe in and you want to take advantage of that opportunity. You know what I mean? Like mm. if that boy is running that, it's kind of because they feel very confident that they have a good team that they think would do well in the worlds and they want their, you know, if it's someone like Gisborne, right? It's a great opportunity for a lot of fighters from Gisborne to compete in it. Okay, yeah. um, the travel, they get good, like they can get multiple fights on one day. And then they could potentially go and like fight abroad as well, you know. And it's just it's just an awesome thing to get behind, I think, mm. um, from from like a sporting perspective. But well, I know that you did it. Yeah, what's that? How many people did you have in your divisions when you did it? Because I've, I've always found that, like, unfortunately, sometimes you turn up. There's either no one in your division, or I've even had it where um, I think we turned up one year, and both people in the division from from our gym, and we're like, well, you know. I had a I had um in the first one that I did I had three so I fought I fought twice and I won both and the second one I think there was I think there was six yeah uh, so um I fought I fought one time yeah um, and um William Rewi he yep. fought He's awesome. Rewi. yeah 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 he fought yeah he fought um he fought two times well yeah yeah he fought yep. twice um the first person that he fought wasn't super super good the second person he fought was sam hill and then him and i met in the finals so yeah that was like you know it was yeah so still a decent amount of people like mm. you still you know yeah. he had two fights i had one fight so you know mm. it was like yeah pretty, yeah still good you know yeah yeah it's cool that's cool yeah it was an awesome awesome experience you know just like yeah. up to fight in tournaments you know essentially mm. right yeah, so I, I love the idea of it. I mean, I always find it that, that there are some uh, barriers to entry, mm. like because you have to pay your own way there, which makes oh, it always. harder. <laughs> it was yeah. always harder. <laughs> yeah. 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 And th- th- I was always like this, harder. guys. I was always like this. I was like, what <laughs> pay, you know, yeah. thousands of dollars to go and do IFMA, or yeah. do I just go and live in Thailand for like two or three months and yeah. like and fight over there you know what i mean like i was always like ah like i don't know which ones but like but i always went for, i always chose to go for the like training camp fight like yeah. live in thailand experience you know yeah, it is. It I, is. I think a balance of way to do it would be you go to ithma and you just don't come yeah. home you stay for a few more months 
you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I think last time um, I, I was speaking to some of my costs, I think they were like about six or $7,000 because yeah. you have to find certain hotels. Yeah, that um, was it. That was it. That was people didn't like you know, and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. Now, I can understand a lot of the logic in there, but it just makes it quite cost prohibitive, especially when you have like the Russians or um, maybe not the Russians anymore, but a lot of the um, other teams where they get um, public funded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they've had those couple of times where the accommodation's been like really shit as well. And, um, and, and I think they put it, it as well, right? Yeah, they paid a lot for it and, and they got over there. And I don't think it was anyone in particular's fault, but. But I think it was no, it was it, it was the um I think it was the organisers that had put sort of everybody in there. It was apparently it was terrible, yeah. like really, really bad. Um, right. so that's pretty hard. And like, like to be completely honest, we know that there's always going to be backhanders by people, hotel owners paying yeah. <laughs> paying IFMA to get to use their hotel. You know, yeah, so yeah. there's always something going on. Yeah, the, the advantage of guys of being in the same hotel, apart from the team. Ethos is the fact that everyone travels together. Yeah, but when yeah. you've got to partner stay in like a five star hotel, mm. and I, I always think it's hard because the athletes have to pay to get over there, mm. and it's a lot of money. You yeah. know, and I, I definitely think it's worth it, but it's, it's just hard when you go. Well, like like Steve was saying, go over and train in yeah. Thailand for three yeah. months, yeah. three, four, or five fights. Yeah, you know? and it's hard yeah. too because what they're doing is they're saying, well, if you want to go to the Olympics. And I'm not too sure what it is now, but it was not that long ago. The prerequisite is you had to have been at the Worlds like three times. You had to have been in the like medalist and at least twice. And yeah. um and that was that. And so if you look at that over over three years, there's probably fifteen or twenty grand, and then there's still no guarantee that you'll make it into the Olympics. And yeah. to be honest, yeah, what, I don't what? think I don't think it's gonna go to the Olympics because um, Olympics is getting well, if the Olympics is looking at dropping wrestling, dropping yeah. karate, dropping judo, dropping boxing, then I just yeah. don't see how it's going to happen. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I didn't know that. Yet. Well, I boxing, that. boxing's been yeah, boxing's been suspended um, because um, <laughs> because they needed to get their judging and organising or something. I think it was something like that. They had to get that right. But the others are just like no one's going to watch them. So. Yeah, you know, that's why they're getting into like more new age yeah. sports like pole dancing and cheerleading and stuff like that because it brings in a bigger audience. And yeah, so no one was going to watch the wrestling. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think I think it had just sort of died off, and I and mm-hmm. the interest had lost in it. Um, and so because I was talking to one of the dudes from WBC, and he yeah. was like, "It's not going to happen," like because they're getting rid of they're getting rid of like traditional. Most martial arts are out of the Olympics, so. Um, but you know, though, like that's this is an interesting point, right? Because I would say that Muay Thai is probably a more fan friendly sport, right? Like as we we as we always kind of like you know talked about, and like most people will agree on that. Like it is it's a spectator friendly sport, right? You mm-hmm. go there and you're like, oh, oh, like you can't help but get drawn into it, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas like, sometimes like wrestling. Did you guys see the one pole? So the, the... no. no. One with a fan poll, and they said, yeah. What do you prefer to watch more, uh, MMA or Muay Thai? And 55% of people said Muay Thai, yeah, yeah. And like, That's really interesting, you know. Obviously, we'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take that, we'll take that. I mean, yeah. if they did that in the UFC, like, I mean, like for the if the UFC did that, then obviously, yeah, it would be MMA. I would, oh, yeah, oh, you know, 
Because they'll be sending it out to everybody that's going to Lumpini and that at the moment, eh? And like <laughs> RWS and shit like that, man. Those Lumpini yeah. cards have been insane. Did you see that show on Friday night? It was fucking uh, hectic, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Did you see that? I don't know. It was the, you know how they split it into two shows? They have one show like like a pre-show it has its own sort of main event and then they have the main event show after that. Yeah. About, well, that. Yeah. But the main event of the first one was the Thai guy against the Russian guy. It was and the Thai guy was Southpaw, and he was launching into this dude, man, like these insane body kicks and just mashing this dude. And the other guy was just attacking the inside of his leg, just like whack, whack, whack. And then I think yeah. it was in the third round or something like that, he just just smashed it, and this guy just was not getting up. And that was quite over. Eh? It was such a good fight. And um, uh, that's an interesting trade-off, eh? The like the body kick versus the inside low kick. Yeah. The yeah. Orthodox. Yeah. Like it's always it's it's always there. Both both those shots are always there, really. But yeah. then so is the counter, right? You know, it's yeah. like if you go for that, you're risking getting kicked in the body, or vice yeah. versa. If you go for the body kick, you're risking getting that inside low kick. You know, yeah. so that that's interesting, man. Normally, it kind of goes the other way. Like the ties are strong enough to like eat those kicks up. Yeah, and just keep smashing the body and win, but their legs pretty jacked afterwards, you know. Yeah, I, he was lucky. Like he obviously had a bit of a plan. The other, he was just beautiful kicks. And at the end of the round prior to that, he just kicked him right on the bell, and the guy kind of like stumbled through the ropes. And his coaches would have seen that and been like, "I oh, just keep hitting it; it's going to go," you know. Um, but I haven't seen oh. anybody finish with the inside like that for a long time. Though. It was cool. Uh, but it was, wow. those those cards are just so good and. To watch them free on on and live on YouTube is just huge, eh? Yeah. Advertising must be going through. In July, so I'll, I'll I'm just like praying that they have one on at the time that I'm there. I mean, like <sighs> if they keep it going through till July, you know, then I'm like, yes, yeah, I'll be oh, there. I'll be there, like, man. I would love to go to one of those Friday night shows, man. They are awesome, and um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's just so exciting. They used to have Moy Extreme, which is like the That's MMA right. glove. Yeah, that was free. That was free every Friday. Um, yeah. So it was just down the road from my house. So I just walked down and go watch oh. it, bro. <laughs> did you Did you ever come across um, Craig Dixon when you were over there? Mm. He, he was fighting mm. out of um, Sumali. Sumali. Right? Sumali. Yeah. yeah, he was Sumali, and then he yeah. there was him and Martin Avery yeah. and Jordan Perry, the young fellow that died. Um, yeah. oh. And. Um, yeah, and then Craig went to Sutai, I think. And um I actually got to corner him last time I was over there. Um because oh, he was he was fighting on one of those four men and he actually he won it um by knockout. Oh, he was fucking good, but he's back in Scotland now. But um I wondered if you'd sort of come across him because you used to be a similar size, I would have thought. Yeah, I saw him. I, yeah. I mean I think I saw his fights, but I don't think I ever um like I don't think I got to watch him live. I think I saw him go getting up to that like higher class of fighting, um, but um, he didn't like manage to like do well at that level, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, are crazy like Senchai and Pitanong and shit, right? Like, yeah, those guys are just too good, bro. You know. Oh, yeah, they're fucking good because he, he he fought um he fought um on that outdoor show one time and uh, against Senchai and Senchai was pretty strong on him. <laughs> Pretty tough. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was him because 
I um I remember um my coach said to me every week, he was like, Do you want to spar Senchai? You want to spar Senchai? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to spar Senchai, yeah, I'm keen, you know. And it just got dragged on for this long time and it kind of built up, yeah. you know, because like he would go up to Senchai and be like, Yeah, yeah, he wants to spar you, and he'd be like, Okay, cool, you know. And it just kind of went on and on, and then <laughs> all of a sudden it came to this one week where it was like, you know okay, you want to spar him today? But I didn't know this, but he was actually fighting Craig on that weekend. Oh, and really? He hadn't, been he hadn't been training, bro. Just been oh. like, like fluffing around, you know? And he wasn't that fit. And so he just wanted to have someone to kind of like, you know, yeah. like test them against. Like, <laughs> fun, like, to like just see, yeah. So yeah. it made me spar. And I, and I remember going in there and I said to him, I was like, um, like, sabai, sabai, yeah. Like before we started sparring and he goes, huh? no. 100% and tie. He was like, no, I percent like that. And I was like, <laughs> you know, fuck. <laughs> bro, I dropped my nuts so hard, bro. And then like, we started sparring. And I can just remember like standing there just going, fuck, like this is intense. And they had uh, a camera guy there for some reason doing promotional content for Yoko. Oh. Like, like, like filming us. And then the owner as well went live on Facebook. Oh. And recording it and i was like fucking hell man like this is, this is a bloody shit up and so we start sparring and he was just going like real light and so i like i was like this is weird like this is like this is like sickeningly light you know what i mean yeah so i kind of like gave him one but not not a hard one i just said you know like you can go a bit harder kind of thing he just like went for it bro like he kicked oh. me i remember he did he did like he had, he had those little shing like cloth shin guards on oh and, like, and eight ounce gloves and i remember he, <laughs> He kicked me so hard, like I blocked it, but I, but like the kick was so hard and so perfectly placed that I had a scab over my temple the next day. Oh, like, and it just went bang straight through and like like grazed it, and I was oh. like, if my hand wasn't there, I would have been KO'd. Oh, you know? nasty man! And yeah, that's just, you know, autopilot, you get hit hard, you just kick back right straight yeah. away. And yeah, yeah. He was just like freaking out. He was like, stop. Like that. <laughs> oh that's awesome man yeah. that's awesome i trained with craig in that over um Zoomily, uh, 2015 um, i was over there yeah. for about a month and um i was a cool we place to train and, and sparring craig and martin and that was pretty hectic man like they just they're just so fit and so strong eh? it's just like and I was like 38. <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck, this hurts, man. Just like yeah. just walk out with a bleeding nose and shit every time. I was like, fuck. It's different levels, eh? Like when someone's living and breathing Muay Thai in Thailand. Yeah. It's like you can't do it forever, but like when you're when they're there and they're like in the thick of it, it's yeah. it's really hard <laughs> to go in against someone like that if you're just yeah. coming from like um, you know, a nine to five and like a, a Muay Thai system. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a tough Fuck yeah. yeah, man. I um when I, I was training in uh Sipman Choi for a fight uh, oh. in uh, 2018, 2019, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> um I was sparring their guys over there, eh? And they just it is just next level way. Eh? Like those guys that are your own weight that have been training since they were, you know, like adopted into the gym like two or three years old and just been there ever since. Uh, mm. a handful, man. <laughs> a handful, eh? Was um, uh, Yod, Yod, Yod Kun Pun or something? Yeah, like that? he was, was there then. Yeah, he was one of the guys I was sparring um for the fight that I was 
Dylan. And there's him and um, Pitch, Sipman, Chai, and um, oh, there was oh, Pitch. Oh yeah. my God, Pitch. And Tears, brother. Yeah, Pitch I, was I, pretty big. Yeah, he was. He was, I was going pretty hard, yeah, man. I was, I was sparring. He was the guy I was sparring um, when I because I, I broke my foot in that fight camp, and he was the guy I was sparring oh. when it happened. I just like because he's southpaw, I just went to kick him and he just like whack, like just kicked my um grounded leg out from underneath me. I just rolled over on the ankle and um, like complete accident. And that was about oh, know, like 10 days into my trip over, like my training because I went over there especially to train for the fight, um, to get yeah. away from the gym. And then that happened, I was yeah. like, oh man. So all I could do for the rest of the time was punches and elbows, like I couldn't kick or knee or do anything. And um, yes, I didn't get it. I was just kicking eye. It was just like so, it was massive. I was like a pumpkin. It was like black. And so I just sit it up like all day on a chair <laughs> and then put it down and then go and train and then just like get straight back up there and put it up there again. Fuck, it was sore. Um, pitch, I remember Pitch, he, he he was like really good off the counter. Like yeah. you'd hit him with something, counter you immediately. Yeah. And like, dude, like it was, yeah, it wasn't sabai sabai. No, no, he didn't give a fuck. Eh? And, yeah, and he's yeah. such a nice dude too. Like he's nice. Like him, there's his twin brother in that there, and um, yeah, he, he's crazy. Did you ever see that fight he had with um, Lloyd Dean from um, Riddler's Gym? It was over. It was on. Um, was it on Rebe Rebellion? Yeah, 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 Rebellion, and 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 Pitch. They brought Pitch over. Pitch and his brother came over as well. Uh, Tia and. Um, Pitch just destroyed Lloyd's leg, like just inside low kick, inside low kick, and then he couldn't stand and he just kicked him out, kicked him out, and like poor guy just yeah, okay, it was fucking hectic. Yeah, I saw that, bro. That was that was that like that was like awesome and sad to watch at the same time. Oh yeah, man. it was a hell of <laughs> that a was fight. Yeah, yeah. Show that to yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's 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 massive, man. Like he's he's good, but then he got um. He got he got one on the chin on the rebellion after that I think I think it just fucking knocked me oh, out really? clipped, I think yeah um, oh no 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 sorry no no sorry Lloyd Dean clipped him in that fight and he got the eight count that's what it was and then he got up and low kicked his way out of it yeah smashed his leg yeah I think some of their some of their trainers are over there at the moment I think. Um, I think Sam might be over there. Like Sam Sipman tried that you know the big guy. Um, yes, big pan, yeah. young guy. I think he's over at uh, Canberra Muay Thai at the moment. Yeah, yeah, Muayu in Canberra. Yeah, for, for um with those dudes. So that it's always a bonus, man. Like having someone around like that, it's cool. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's a cool gym, man. Yeah, I used to be good. I used to like watching it. Hey? There's all these like. Oh, you know, you so know, you know, Joachim, you know how yeah. he he was uh he was like uh, fighter and glory in that, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. I can remember we were at this festival market and they they like they it was like we just went there to watch fights and this is just down the road from Sitman Chai and I remember he he came up to me and he was like half joking, half serious, and he's like, Hey, why don't we have a fight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like on the spot, bro. And I was yeah. just like, Oh nah, I'm all good, bro. Like <laughs> wait. Yeah, way bigger than me too, eh? I was like, "Fuck, man, what a bully, bro!" Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a big dude, man. Cause he was, he, I think, he was fighting like sixty-eight or seventy-two or something like that, eh? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, and glory. Bro, yeah. We were doing yeah. sparring with him um, for one of his glory fights. I think it was one of his second glory fights, and um, oh, yeah. his boxing was just next level, eh? There was a 
there was an Argentinian dude there. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was like sparring him every day, just boxing. And fuck, man, it was hectic. And you get in there and you think, oh, he's pretty buggered. So I'll just go and do some clinch with him or something like that. And then nah, you're just like, <laughs> like far out, man. Yeah. They're just, oh, yeah, they're good. Because their styles all, you know, like heavy low kicks and, and punches, you know, they're going for that. But their guys are also super fucking technical, man. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, like John Wayne Bars over there, you know, like Crew Jab and stuff like that, cornering him for some of those cage Muay Thai fights that he was doing. And um, mm. I think they were in the corner for him when um, Brad Riddell beat him, you know. So um, they, they do a bit. And I, and I know his daughter's over there a fair bit. So. Anyway, yeah, capital yeah. punishment, man. Capital punishment. Holy yeah, heck. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, finally. Finally. I'm wearing the right shirt, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Represent, yeah, man. You got some bloody like, good fights here. Oh man, uh, your your boy um, Ishka and Alex. I'm looking forward to that fight, man. That's going to be yeah, hard fight. So that's um three times three full tie rules. Yeah, and that's in MMA gloves as well. Oh, MMA gloves. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, so that's that's cool. Be, um, that's, that's, I saw, I saw that, and I was like, no way. Yeah, I saw Ishka oh. MMA gloves in the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to be really, really hard because Alex is tough as fuck. Yeah, he is, you know? man. He is. He's out of Suds's, one of Suds's boys, eh? Yeah, yeah, and he's really yeah. good. He's on, I think, he's on, he's about 13 fights. He foretold um, uh, Carlos Hicks, the flying Fijian inmate. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, it, was, it was a really good fight. And then uh, I think Alex has taken him down and Carlos put his arm the wrong way and snapped his elbow. It's a hideous oh, thing to watch. Jesus. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. So, Oh, that's a good fight. Is that and, Carlos, um, Carlos Hicks? Was that yeah. Carlos Hicks? Oh, wow. Yeah, which is quite amazing. Alex is fighting now in Asher at 70. I think that fight was at 76. Yeah, because he was fighting big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Carlos at 76, you're like, man, you're a big man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a fucking wild fight, man, especially for more tyrells because Ishka, man, like, holy fuck. Every time I've seen him fight with elbows, it has been insanity, man. Like, that. That time he just chased that guy like right across the ring. He looked looked like a fucking looked like something that was mowing hay or something. Eh? It was just elbows, <laughs> elbows after elbows, and then he just walked him down with that one. Eh? He's um, oh, that's a really yeah. exciting match. That that's a great match. Yeah, it's quite cool because he's sponsored by um, it is a uh, beverage company called Almighty. So that's yep. why it's called Ishka. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. He, he, he's, he says that the uh, company is named after him. <laughs> um, <but laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's yeah. awesome. That's dope, man. Yeah. I, so I that, like how you guys are integrating that kind of like Thai style like sponsorship. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. That. That's cool, man. I think that's something that we need to do more here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Really put it on the map. You know? Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's right, man. Like, um, um, Nongo Gayang Hadao. That's like Gayang is um like fry, uh, grilled chicken. Oh, yeah, true. It's like, a, it's like a type. It's a special company, like a grilled chicken company that sponsors yeah. them. Yeah. So that's why his last name is um Gayang Hadao. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. 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 Well, same when you have like um Coke and Fanta Fairtex, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's done in Thailand for quite a while. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. I quite like it. Eh? It's it's pretty choice, eh? I like how they have their own 
they a lot of the times have their own gym name as their last name and stuff like that. I think that's pretty choice, eh? And it's kind of like it doesn't even really matter that much about the name, just as long as you're like smashing people, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, as long yeah. as you're winning in yeah. a yeah. dominant fashion, yeah, your name can be like they can be bloody five star grilled chicken, you know? And you're yeah. like, woo. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah man yeah just imagine that yeah, yeah man yeah you, I suppose could be... you get paid a bit of money to the camp you know yeah yeah um, nah, it's cool that's man. right it's cool and what I'm, I'm really loving how those dudes that are fighting good are getting like those big bonuses man like that's so cool you know like um shatri you know just oh this this guy's won by knockout or whatever he gives them 300,000 baht or something like that. It's like, that's pretty cool. Do you yeah. see the one, I think for me, the most, like I actually got emotional, bro, was yeah. when Sexart, he got um, $50,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He fought, he fought um, Tyler, Tyler Harrison. Tyler, yeah, Tyler Tyson, Harrison. Tyson, Tyson. Tyson, yeah. yeah. Tyson Harrison. Yeah, that guy, Um, uh, his name in Thai translated as like mini John Wayne Park. Oh. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, John Wayne Noy, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um yeah, but when when Six Six Arn got that bonus, I actually got emotional, bro. Cause like I've seen him fight so many times live. I've seen him fight like the mm. best of the best, you know. And he would have paid got paid probably like four grand or something, you know, like NZD yeah. equivalent four or five grand NZ. And to see him get fifty thousand dollars, like you could just US, see the look on his face US like US, bro, exactly. That's like yeah, bro, exactly. He couldn't even comprehend the yeah. amount of money that he w- he just got. You know, it's like unfathomable for yeah. someone like him to make that kind of money, but he got it, bro. And it's like, fuck, like I was just yeah. like, holy, that's life changing money for a guy like that. That's yeah. grinded his entire life, you yeah. know, and persevered, you know, and then he gets to this like twilight zone of his career. He can't really compete with the best ties, but he's still up there. You know, he's still like dangerous and he's still a formidable opponent. And they put him in with like a young gun, like that guy, like Tyson. And then, yeah, and he beats him in like a really grueling fight too, right? Mm-hmm. But just shows why they call him the the man that bows to no one. And yeah. then like that bonus, I was just like, oh man, that's so cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That's awesome, eh, bro? That's awesome, eh? It's it's so cool. It's good to see them doing it. Like, and I think they kind of have to now because, like, there's obviously a huge media battle um, with, you know, like Lumpini and Rogers Stadium, you know, because like Rogers now going to be doing like Saturday night show each week, so there's going to be like the Lumpini show, and then there's going to be going to be RWS, and they're doing something as well. So it's just. And there's all these other shows as well, like PTX Fight Night and all that with the MMA gloves and stuff. It's just like, like it's, it's going off over there at the moment. It's it's so cool. And and a lot of people are starting to follow it, you know, like even here, which is cool. Yeah. I, I suppose there's uh, two more fights I want to talk about in Kevin Franklin. Yeah. Um, the whole cut. There's a regular fight between uh, Nathaniel Hoslow and... Oh, uh, yeah. Tilliano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great fight, man. Like yeah. ba- Bailey's absolute beast. He's um, he's from Alpha Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good, man. Like he's really good. Mm. I think he's on. I think he's nine wins, one loss from memory, or eight wins, one loss. Yeah, cool. Um, like I think Luke Luke beat him recently. Um, yeah. In um, 
Nathaniel went to the WKA World Champs and did really well over there. Nathaniel's got a, a disgusting leg kick. It's one of those leg kicks you look at and you, you, your leg gets sore just when you see someone else get kicked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a bloody cracker. Quite yeah, that, that'll be a Oh, man. Such a good night. And and um, Bruno's fighting too, eh? Yeah, you got Bruno fighting. Um, he steps up uh, yeah. to a full fight. He's, he's jumping overseas soon. Oh, so, yeah. Like a, a hard fight before he left. Um, so yeah. Is he coming back or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but be, be a couple of years, and maybe yeah. a couple of kilos, maybe a couple of beers. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That'd, that'd be awesome because he's only he, he wouldn't be very old. What do you want? Twenty twenty one. Uh yeah, I think so. I think he's about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he'd be good, man. It'd be good, good for him to get out of the season and have a bit of a look around if he's not done it before. But um, great fighter though, man. It's a, it's a great fight, man. Hey, that's two boys coming through, eh? Yeah. Then you've got um. Smooth Marcus Baldwin and uh, Husner. Oh, Marcus Husner. Baldwin, man, he that boy is cut. Man, I just see <laughs> photos of him pop up, and I'm just like, shit, man, I'm not. I'm just fucking give me some crunchy bars and a pie. Do <laughs> this anymore, eh? He, he's he's. You tell him to put a t-shirt on when he takes it off. You know, oh, he's, he's a he's a fine looking specimen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they got the. Fighting Hasna and it's really good. Like he's got a real strong left hook, so that's yeah. a pretty good full tie. Um, a person I really prefer the three threes full tie because you get more experience, you know. Mm, yeah, or five threes. Yes, yeah. The only problem with five threes, it just takes a lot longer the two minute breaks. So I mean, yeah. you can have less five cards. So you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the more experience you get, the better you're going to improve. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, cool. That's some cool things coming. Did you um? Did you see that fight with um? Lola Ferber and Jamie Hunt. Yes, yes, yeah. Now that was a fight, mate. What are your thoughts on that one? Well, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't seen the full thing. You know, I just haven't had a chance. But from what I've seen, it looked um, pretty violent. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Lola must have got her with a with an elbow on the top of the head or something, did she? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you through uh, some videos. I meant to do it beforehand, but I uh, got yeah. distracted. I haven't. Um, Good, like, like, um, it's it just like Jamie's really good. I think Lola just had a bit more experience in her. That, that's, yeah. that's all. Yeah. I also think Jamie's quite a bit lighter, so I don't know if Jamie went up in weight or something. I mean, ja Jamie's a unit though, she's strong. Ah, yeah, yeah, she well, yeah, I think she was because I think she was fighting around about 65, 66, and I think this one was up a bit more. So she might have just, I don't know, she might have sport up heavier or something like that, or she might have bulked up or something. I don't know, but um, she's fucking good. Um, oh, she's but Lola just like Lola last year, or she she won she won two titles last year and a gold medal over at the worlds, and I think she had four fights, five fights, and lost one or something like that. You know, so yeah, she's on a bit of a roll and she'll be improving a lot. You know, so um, yeah, I don't think she went to the worlds. I think it was Emma who went to the worlds. No, um, didn't, oh yeah, it was Emma. No, no, Lola went over. Didn't Lola go to the WKA worlds? I could be incorrect, but yeah, either yeah. way, Lola. I mean, so yeah. that, that was a cool fight, you know. Yeah, Lola, oh, yeah. Lola just um just from the small bits that I saw was just using her elbows a lot more, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what so, I saw. Yeah. I had a chance to skip through the video. I was going to watch it more tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, and I saw that Jamie she had um like you know obviously a big cut on her head. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully she's okay. Yeah, just like on the top of her head. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, wasn't, I don't think it was too bad. Okay. That's but, yeah. 
That's good. And fucking yeah. good on her stepping up, you know, because that's a big step up, you know. She and she sort of done that. She sort of started out here and then sort of went pop, pop, and then sort of, you know, has those opportunity, which is cool, which is real cool. So, um, yeah, she's an she's an emerging fighter, isn't she? So mm. she's just kind of like getting that experience, and yeah, no doubt she'll grow from that fight for sure. Yeah, she's also got herself on one of those areas now, and I guess Emma Dipros is probably the same. They're in the same weight category. They've both got quite a lot of experience, and there's not really too many other girls coming through at that weight range at the moment. Um, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like the 61s at the moment for the girls as well. There's just sort of no one really. There's there's girls coming through, you know, like um, Rhoda and all those ones, but they're just there's still they need a lot more fights yet to get to the next level of some of those girls. Um, yeah, like fighting like, what would you say is most what would you say is like the most populated divisions right now from your guys experience men or women just uh both both I reckon after the girls um that's 63.5 I think looks like a pretty tidy weight range um because yep. you've got you've got like Caitlin you've got Michaela you've got Wendy that can you know like her and Michaela fought at that weight um, there's a few that could probably make that into the like Waikohu and some of those girls. But there's also a, girls, a few girls floating around like 65, 66 that can drop down to that as well. So, um, yeah. you know, and, and I think that that's quite exciting, you know. Um, and I think that I think that for the guys, those 62s, you know, I know it's, it's king in the ring, man, but fucking king in the ring looks just... So exciting with that 62 announcement the other day, who the fighters were, because it's like knee quarter. And like that guy's in charge, isn't he? Like he's fuck, man. Like that guy, you, if you win, if you beat him in a final, then you, you know, you've done something pretty good, you know. Um, <laughs> but, who are the hot eights, Keith? Because there's um, there's a couple of guys on the um, uh, on the card that I, I don't know who they are. Uh, yeah, so... On the, on the um, left-hand side, there's a guy I couldn't, I couldn't quite recognise. Right. There's yeah. Nick Horta. Um, Nick Horta's a minute. There's Nick Horta. There's Nick Horta, Tony Sione from um, South Island Ligar. Um, Heliandro. Yeah, um, yeah Him, uh, Alex Sorensen. Um, yeah. Who else? Lucas McAdam, I think. Yeah, he was awesome. You know, and and Lucas, um, you know, him stepping in there like that. I know that him and Nikoto were supposed to match earlier or a wee while ago. I think something happened. That fight didn't go ahead, or I can't remember what happened. Oh, Nikoto and Lucas, they fought. Um, yeah, that's right. Nikoto won it, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, so that was a really what good fight. Man. Round round one, round one. Uh, Nikoto dropped Lucas. Yeah. Um, it was it was amazing, bro. It was like he he power checked um, a low kick from Nikola, yeah. And then, you know, sometimes when people power check you, like or, or like check, power check a fighter, let's just say, and they kind of like, oh, that hurt, and they step back and they kind of like reassess, right? Yeah. He got power checked, didn't even blink, and immediately faked a low kick again and threw a like a three two over the top. Yeah. And then like stepped in like he was gonna kick. And then just went ba bang and just dropped him like boom, yeah. flash, flash knocked down, but he was stunned, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, that's yeah. like that's high level, you know. Like, 
like I said, if you get power checked, sometimes you're just like, oh man, that's going to hurt tomorrow. Like, you know, yeah. like you, can't, so, you yeah. see people get into it a little bit, but this was just like, bang, power check. Mm-hmm. Bop, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is, Lucas is so good, man. Like, he, 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 um, he came back, bro. He yeah. came back so hard. And yes, he actually did the clinch. He did the clinch. Were beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Now, we're on the K1 rules that, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a Muay Thai fight, and he did yeah. he did come really strongly, and he did cut Nikoro as well. Mm. But, Is that um, going to be a five round and got moved to a three round or something? What, what happened with that stage? Yeah, man? yeah. Um, I think um, Lucas's team they just asked for a three rounder, but really? um, oh, yeah, yeah, which is which is real a real bummer, man, because I feel like yeah, I want to see more of that. It's such a good fight. Yeah, that like I feel like the five round fight would have actually favored Lucas because he was building as the mm. fight went along. Yeah, I think, uh, I think so. yeah I think but they, they for whatever reason they weren't confident because they felt like he hadn't had the best camp, so they just mm. requested for a three round fight, not yeah. a five round. Um, yeah. so yeah, that was about two weeks out from the fight too as well. So because is yeah, Lucas was... is Lucas down with um he's down with um Tony Jago in that phone I'm not sure if he is. I think he might have just been training there for that last fight. Oh, so is he still? Is he back up with Andrew and Leanne then? Maybe yeah, maybe he's just. Oh, I hope so. Fuck, that'd be cool. I mean, um, that's such a good job for them. I think he is a bit of a free agent, you know. Like he's obviously been over in Thailand and stuff, Mm. and he's come back here. I know that um, word on the street is that he is thinking about moving up to Auckland. So Mm. um, we'll see what happens there. Mm. Um, But yeah, so no, it's it's gonna be cool, man. And like when he when he was in Thailand too, uh, he was at uh, Sasi Prapa and. Alex was training with him there as well, Alex Sorensen. Yeah. So they were like tra- training mates for months. So they know each other super well. So that's mm. that's another like, ooh. I, I, I think yeah. It's exciting, man. It's exciting, you know? Yeah. Been, uh, oh, Ben. So the other other guys that are in it, um, Hong Chow from, he'll be from um, Greg yeah. Spitz Gym. Yeah. Yeah. He's tough uh, as fuck. Man. Yeah, he's yeah. tough yeah. as fuck. Um, ben Karam. Yeah, very yeah. so, really good. Ben, he's a strong southpaw. Yeah, here right. I think five fights now. He's um, um he's just... is he he's he out of Venice gym? So who's fighting for? Uh, him? No, no, his was um out of combat. Um, oh, already. Oh, right. Okay, sweet, sweet. And then um, uh, Yodin Yom, that's the other guy oh, that's in it. Yeah, King's from King. King. Yeah, from Kings. Yeah, he's been at he's been at it before, I think. Hey, so um, uh, he's, he's uh, no, he's no. So, so he actually got knocked out by Dominic Reed, um, yes. and he he he's a very experienced fighter, very experienced yeah. Thai fighter, um, really massive legs. Not a tall guy, short mm. obviously, but built man, like built like a bloody truck, and his really? legs, are yeah, and quads are just gigantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he will smoke your legs. You know, if you're not checking, if your check game isn't good, he will crush your legs. Yeah. So, like, whoever fights them, make sure you're bloody chicken. Because yeah. otherwise, moving. when you get to the fight, yeah. your legs are all moving. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's the high IQ. That's the high IQ way. Eh? Oh, yeah. It's just like, but hey, your quad's fine. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's going to be such a good <laughs> night. And... Yeah. You're yeah. going up, aren't you, Scotty? Because you're, you're going up. Or just slip out. Uh, I'm, I'm wanting to go up. We'll see how we go, though. I've got to sort of. Yeah, we've already got tickets. We've got about 20 of us going up. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna be sitting oh, in a chair seat, so 
I'll see you yeah. Steve. I really want to come up. I've got a, I've got a show on the week before, so I'll just have to see. I might have to go up to Blenheim and go and spend a bit of time with my grandma. So, um, we'll see how we go. But it'll be it's such a cool show because you know, and I've got the got the rubber match with Michaela and Wendy, which is going to be great. And that's a lighter too. I think that's like sixty one or something. Yeah, it's at sixty one. So, um, uh, funny thing, Michaela, she only just found that out. Um, I think it was uh, just like a few days back, actually. Oh, like really? Four, yeah. He thought it was like the same weight, but um, Wayne just goes to her. Oh, just so you know, the fight is 61. Oh, <laughs> oh he's so no. Chill. He's so bloody chill, you know? He was like, oh, just, just so you know, it's at 61, you know? <laughs> 2.5 kilos lighter than what you guys fought at last time, you know? So, oh. yeah. I think I'll bother to tell you, but like, I'll let you know now, you know? Yeah. I'll let you know. We're real close to the fight. It's all good. Yeah. Oh. It's the way on. Yeah, yeah, and I see, and I see, and I see. Um, I know that Wendy's got a title fight um, on Seafood Lamb's show too. I'm not, I know who the opponent is, but I'm not going to announce it because that'll be up for them. But um, that's a pretty good looking match as well. So, um, that's it. Um, fifty nine. Uh, what date? Oh, uh, Seafood Lamb's show is. Um, <clears throat> next month, I think. Is it March? I'll, I'll have a look. Hold on, I'll tell you. Um, I'll have a look at my thing. Um, We've also got the uh, aftermath of elbows. Oh, uh, Jesus, that's uh, giving me a hit of that joke. Fuck, it's going to be cool. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. Muay Thai Christchurch. That's going to be a really, really good cast. So, so what fights are you looking forward to on that? I know we're going to talk about a bit more. Um, well, I've got three of my own guys on it, so they'll be the ones that I'm really looking forward to myself. <laughs> um, I've got a I've got a boy um, Morgan. Um, it's going to yeah. be his first fight. Uh, he's fighting at seventy five against one of um, Alex Sal's boys. Uh, that's K one. Um, so yeah. this dude's been training. Morgan he's been training um, each other about you know, three months before Christmas. Um, yeah. I said to him, Brock, bro, I reckon you'd probably all right as a fighter if you wanted to. So yeah, so we signed him up, and um, Caitlin's been training him up. So. It's her wee pet project, and and he's, you know, it's like man when you have only been training for a few months, and then you got to go through sparring and get through all that kind of stuff. But um, when he first joined, he's one of those guys I had to tell off all the time, you know, because he's he's scared of sparring. He didn't know what he's doing, but he's going to hum me all the time, and um, <laughs> and so that's the reason why. And then we sort of, you know, what you do, you spend a bit of time with him sparring and knock him back down a little bit, and, and now he's just like going pretty good. So. Um, but Alex boy is going to be pretty wild as well, you know. So um, Alex is a pretty good striker, but I think Alex yeah. is actually over in Thailand at the moment training. So I'm kind of maybe they might be training with Diego or someone like that. So it'll be interesting. Um, and then we've got um, a fight that I reckon is going to be an absolute fucking scream. It's going to be uh, my boy James Ahi is um, rematching Luke Jackson. Um, they're doing five twos. Yeah, yeah. So we're playing back that that final of that fucking crazy tag, uh, that crazy wee tournament I did last year. Um, yes. And and it'll be good, man. James is hungry for it. He's he's um he's done a lot of work on strength and conditioning over Christmas and stuff like that. A lot of heavy weight stuff. Um, he's been doing a bit. Um, and then just getting back into his training and we've increased his cardio and stuff. He's he's actually hitting really really hard. Which is cool, and he's got a real super good chin. So, um, but then you know, 
David Bendel's no idiot, man. Like he's a great coach, and and he knows what I know, you know, about each other's fights, um, because they've always both fought each other, you know. We've both got the videos, so um, that'd be cool, man. That'd be cool. Um, and then Beverly's back in it again. She um, didn't fight on Bendita because her opponents kept on fucking dropping out on her. So um, it's her first fight back from when she lost uh, um, Alfie in that K1, or Effie, sorry, in that K1 fight um, last year, July, whenever it was. So she's fighting um, Tamsin from Kiwi Style Kickboxing. And Tamsin fought Briar on a show you and I commentated, actually. Um, it's one of Wayne Baker's shows. They had a pretty yeah. good, good, good scrap. Yeah, she, she comes forward pretty hard. Um, we've put Beverly up a weight range. We're, we're going to try her at 68. Um, she has been coming down at like 66, but um, she doesn't really enjoy cutting weight and stuff like that. So we're just like, oh, we'll, we'll just put you here. You know, we're just we're at 68. So I want to see how that goes because she's been doing a lot of weights with Caitlin, uh, training weights twice a week. And boy, they, they come in today and they put in with their arms up. I thought, <laughs> they're saying, poor, poor old Caitlin. They're arms coming just, Steve White. Yeah, they've been doing the Steve. <laughs> Caitlin, holy. <laughs> Bro, oh, they broke in, they broke oh, in today, eh? Fuck, man. Yeah, she came in. She's, when, when's, when's Beverly's fight? When's Beverly's uh, fight? They're fighting on the 11th of March, so that's in Christchurch. Um, oh, okay. Aftermath, right. yeah. It's going to be, oh, the, yeah, man. But oh, Caitlin, bro, like, she's starting to get a bit of movement back with that right arm again now. So she's, um, yeah. we just had a bit of success uh, last night. Just, She's just started being able to move it around again, and tonight was a little bit more. So, um, yeah. but it's been interesting because she's had it up. We've been working on her left side again a lot, you know, because when she dislocated her elbow, we worked on the left side, and that's why she's so strong there. So, but now that she's yeah. just been kicking like that, and all the weights and stuff she's been doing with your program, now that she can let that right arm go, holy shit, she just just smashes that left kick in, man. Like it's it goes, it just shatters. I actually videoed it tonight, man. I'll send it to you. Um, and we're just setting it up, bro. You know, just like right kick, right kick, step through, left yeah. kick. It's an interesting one, though, eh? Because it's like, uh, man, you know, you get so much more power. Mm. But then, you you know, when you can hit that hard, I was just, this is just me thinking out loud. But you also have to be careful, too, right? Because, like, your own power can work against you, right? Yeah. Like, if yeah. you the wrong spot on a target. You know, like if you hit like an elbow or a knee or something, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're ending it. You know what I mean, bro? <laughs> yeah. You're thinking yeah. like it's great and powerful, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy see. shit, man! She's yeah. oh fucking hell. Yeah, it's good. She yeah. walks and she just man, she walks around her shoulders like she got two fucking pumpkins and like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's looking yeah. good. He's, he's quite swagger, eh? Yeah, but Beverly's. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Beverly's been yeah. um what days what days do you do sparring at your gym, mate? Uh we do it um Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday. So Tuesday night from about quarter to seven to about quarter to eight, and then same on Thursday, and then um Saturday afternoon from about three to about five. Yeah. Bye. Mind you, an hour of that, an, an hour of that on the Saturday's clinch and then the last so 20 minutes or 25 minutes on the Tuesday, Thursdays, all clinch as well. So, um, oh man, but we're doing, uh, we do, um, we do five minute rounds with the sparring. So, 
What about what? Oh, awesome! Five minute rounds. Wow. Yeah. yeah Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's like a fight to death, bro. Yeah, it's good. It's good, man. It's good. Sometimes, sometimes we mix it up. Sometimes we'll make minute rounds. So just like really oh, wow. work on, and then um, just like a minute, twenty second rest, minute, twenty second rest. Then so, like if we've got like Caitlin had a five rounder, then we'll do, you know, like um, three minute rounds. Just getting used to you know that kind of length. Um, and then sometimes we might just be like, right, it's just a twenty minute round, and you'll just yeah. um, wow. every time you just and and but up the level of it. So, um, and usually when we do the 20 minute round, we'll have the uh, air bike going, or two air bikes going as well. And you have to do like burn 20 cows and then tag the next person in and get back into sparring straight off it. Um, wow. That's which I cool, thought, bro. Yeah. It's almost, like, it's almost like a Thai style thing, you know, like a 20 minute round where you're just, hmm. just sparring. You know, you see the boys in Thailand, they know each other so well, they spar each other almost. And they'll mm. just go at it for like twenty minutes straight, thirty minutes straight. Sometimes yeah. just just sparring, yeah. bro. You know? That's yeah, cool, it, man. It just gets. I find just to get them into the pace, you know, just like yeah, it's a bit of a struggle because everybody starts out pretty quick and 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 that. But you know, it's cool and it's good because it allows them time to kind of you know it's really hard sometimes. I find to initiate fighters and in clinching uh, into clinching from just normal open sparring, you know, like. You can clinch and you can spar, but getting them from like outside to the pocket, in the pocket, then clinching, um, can take a little bit of work. And I feel like with the longer rounds, it gives them time to not overthink it and be able to sort of get in there at their own pace. Um, and that's cool, kind bro. of the theory behind that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. What about you, Mark? What what when do you guys do sparring at your gym? Uh, it, it depends on the group, but normally. When's like fighters sparring? Uh, every day but Sunday. Oh, really? Every day? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so, so Sunday you know, like 15 minutes. But yeah. normally it's day, like, like, and it depends on, like, it's, it really depends, you know? Yeah. A few things. So so normally our big days on a Tuesday when we go for an hour, and a Sunday oh, yeah. and a half. But then you've got clinching as well, which is separated out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, our sister joined Jim join us once a month. Yeah. So we get out to about fifty people in the room sparring. Mm. Yeah, monstrous man. The class yeah. is getting. So sometimes you in your in your sessions you might just have like fifteen minutes of sparring at like the beginning to kind yeah. of like or something. Is that right? Or like yeah. So in the morning fighters class, we use it just as like a chill warm up. You know, not sparring to the oh, death. Cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Bro. I mean, like the more exposure you have to sparring, the better. Obviously, you yeah. just got to make sure that you're not getting too much brain trauma. You know, that's like yeah, a, yeah. I mean, like, essentially, because if, if you look at sparring as a test of your skills and, and still playing and learning, then you're going to make sure you've got to have the skills to test. Mm. So if yeah. you spar all the time, you only learn from experience. Mm. Yeah, growth, then you try to put them into practice. You know, it's like when when you're working whatever, like even you, you do your fancy. You know, your fancy like um, Hollywood move of like your spinning back kick. There's no way you're um, going to be able to do that unless you train it a lot. Yeah. So, I remember at Strikeforce, they would like whenever they had just like their pads class, um, yeah. Aaron would just get us to do like, I don't know, maybe like five threes, um, but they would call it kiss contact sparring. And um, we wouldn't wear shin guards either. So yeah. you just put a mat in and it's all just like real, like, you know, control, technical. Like no shin guards, but like just everything's just yeah. like about movement and flow. 
And um, yeah. that was like not wearing shin guards is a really good way to like <laughs> oh, yeah. regulate, regulate yeah. power, you know? Because yeah. we know and you go shin to shin with someone it's like oh okay that's gonna yeah hurt. yeah we like, do that man it's good hey eh? we do that every now and then too it's good because a little bit of a tuck tough and, and it does make them think a lot more about where they're going to throw their shots and how they're going to set them up you know what i mean really does eh? Yeah. i mean like i remember when i you know that nationals i was telling you about yeah so i i'd actually i i'd actually had a fight um in-house fight night and i actually broke my thumb oh. and i had a titanium i shattered it i snapped it in half and I had to get a tiny titanium plate put in. Oh. So I wasn't going into the normal sparring for a while. And I was just sparring with this Thai boy in our gym, Silom. I don't know if you remember Silom. I think he fought. He uh, fought his Sa- with Joey. Yeah. And he's like, he's, he's a Thai, he was a Thai boy. He had about 100 fights. He was really, he was really good, man. Um, and um, yeah, so so I was just sparring with him. We would just wear um, eight ounce gloves and um a, sh- a mouth guard and um no thing guards and we'll just go at it man but like we wouldn't go hard we'd probably be going like 65 percent, i'd say 70 percent um yeah. just you know but super control good placement real technical um and then when i went when i fought on the net na- aaron just put me into the nationals and i remember when i fought on the nationals that was like you would just do a do a like and put you in <laughs> he just said i put you in you know he didn't even <laughs> ask me, just goes, I put you in, bro. yeah yeah like, he was watching me spar Salom and he was like, bro, I put you in. <laughs> yeah. And then like, <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Anyways, but like that was when I actually fought probably one of my best, man, because I've been doing all that, like everything I knew, how to place everything, like, oh man, it was just, it was yeah, beautiful. Get real good yeah. at fakes and stuff too, eh, bro? It's real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah setting everything up and teeps because yeah. you actually, you actually understand, I would say a lot more, the importance of a teep, a good teep, because if you just teep the person away, you don't actually take damage, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With a shin, it's way more than a shin pad. Sometimes it's a false sense of security, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You get a shin guard and you're like, oh, yeah, like, sweet, boom, you know? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Your bone, you're like, oh, that actually hurt, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> my man. Arm, my, my arm's dying. Yeah, yeah, and you see those strategies too, eh, bro, especially when you've got someone like a southpaw in the mix. And they're just like launching body kicks like straight yeah. at you, and you're launching them straight back at them. It's a real tricky side to check, and it's yeah, it's yeah. weird, eh? That is, um, yeah. Yeah, it's anyway. cool. Yeah, anyway, did you see that um, shit that was going on with um, um, one championship and um, Anissa Mexum? Did you see that the other day? Like the whole big post because she was supposed to fight um, Stamp Fairtex, and on oh, yeah. that. On that last show, and then she pulled out, or something happened. She had to get back home, or something happened. But it she turns out she had this big post the other day saying that when they got over there, um, they'd changed the rules or something for the fight, and she wasn't going to get any of the bonuses. Or no, the fight would be a no contest unless it was won by knockout um, or TKO. And and Mexon's contract said that. Um, she had all these bonuses for if she won by knockout or if she won by this decision or that decision or whatever. And so she was going to miss it on it. So she just turned around and said, nah, fuck this, I'm, I'm out. And then she's just like had a real big go at them um, about how they've been treated and stuff like that. And um, Was this on one? Was this yeah, on this, championship? This, this is on one, yeah. So it's on her, I'll send you the thing, it's on her um, Instagram feed the other day. It's, um, yeah, 
but is that you know what what make the first thing that comes to mind is like is that like an influence from lumpini um or is that you know or is that like actually one you know what i mean because it's like one lumpini like it's yeah oh yeah no it's um yeah yeah they're different no it's one championship though but she she's never been offered a title fight and she's the best you know like she's beat um katie reese and sort of been on top ever since i know she lost one fight in glory but then i think she won it back again you know so um yeah hopefully she gets that sorted out but i think it looks like she's just going to go and do her own sort of thing free agent try and get some more of these big world title fights i think so um Interesting, because her and her and Stan Vertex would have been a fucking cool fight, man. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But um, yeah. Anyway, the other one, the other show coming up is also um, Knees of Fury. There's some um, yes, some quite cool coming up on that card. Yeah, Um, I see that. That, that, They're on a cage show, isn't it? Is it a caged one? Or is it, there's one in, there's one one over in Aussie they're doing, but I think they've got one in April that's um gonna be caged. Yeah, mate, you might be right actually. I, mm. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know that um Michael Isaac is fighting. Yeah. Um again. So that'll be cool. He he always uh he always you know brings them. He's fighting this um I think he is Iranian. He's like a striking coach from abroad. Like he's been brought over from abroad. Oh, yeah. Um, he's he was fighting pretty regularly in Thailand. Um, like on like you know, like super pro and like good like high level like good good promotions, you know, and yeah. doing well too. Um, that will be a really good test for Michael. Um, mm. to take someone on like that, like with that level of experience. Um, so yeah, he's 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 like the real deal. So that that'll be cool. Um, and then um. I know that um, another guy just want to watch out for Vaughn Titore. Um, he's man, he's he's the man, bro. Um, up and comer, but um, yeah, those are those are the two that I know. I don't know too many of the other guys on that show. Maybe Where, you guys. Where's that boy yeah. from? Um, Vaughn. Yeah. He, uh, he's from he's from Auckland. Um, he just lives down the road from my house, actually. Yeah. Um, but he used to, he used to train out of Strike Force back in the days. Um, and he's gone through an incredible journey, man. He was like, flip. He was really heavy. He was like around like 130, I think, 140 kilos. And he's cut his weight right down to like 70s now. Oh, you wow. Know? Yeah. Wow. He just stuck in, like basically just dieted and trained Muay Thai like a demon. Yeah. Um, oh. Just shredded the fat off. And like, yeah, he's just super motivated, man. It's it's a really cool story. So that's I'm just awesome. I'm I'm rooting for the guy, you know. He's he's a good dude, man. Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. That's real cool. Um, oh yeah. So he's still fighting out of strike force. No, no. So now he's fighting. Um, ah, man. Um, I think the guy's name is um, Hira. Hira is a. They have like a like a little um like squad that they all train together um yeah in Pukki, i think and um yeah so i can't remember i can't remember the name of the gym off the top of my head but yeah he's fighting out of that gym um it's like an up-and-coming gym man is um, that Pukukoi? yes bro yes is that it, is. it might be bro is it that where Byron pointing in that uh cerillo yeah cerillo oh. yeah no, nah, no, nah, I don't think so, bro. I think these oh. guys are just um, doing their own thing, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. choice. Renegades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Renegades, man. Yeah, because yeah. when I first came back to Thailand, 
I saw Hila training um, on on social media, and I hit him up, and I went and trained with him, and he had like a gym set up in in his in his house, like in one of the rooms in his house. Wow. Um, through the COVID time and all that, he was he was in there, um, and he was just really really motivated. And then I think he's branched back out into like a community space um, that that allows him to run classes. And then yeah. um, Vaughn moved out south, and then the two connected and then they've just kind of built a relationship from there. Oh, um, but yeah, it helped them to lose all the weight in that too. So um, I'm, I'm excited, man. Cause Vaughn was always super talented. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, he was just, he was, you could always tell he was too heavy. Like he was fighting at a weight that wasn't actually his weight. You know mm. what I mean? Like I'm sure you guys have seen that before guys. You're like, if you just lost a bit of weight, man, like yeah. you'd be better off a lighter weight division but yeah he still won he still won because he was so good skill wise mm. but um yeah man so yeah i'm excited i'm, I'm really excited for that guy man yeah that's yeah. gonna be cool man that's gonna be cool um and um i don't know if you guys saw but um one of rob's girls um if he won her fight over in thailand the other day um oh, second well, round knockout which was pretty good because the girl oh, was pretty tidy as well you know she wasn't like you know she wasn't like the normal sort of taxi driver that sometimes you get um the girl yeah. watched what she was up to so that was pretty cool um i thought that was yeah, it was it was good for her which is great um man, i hope to see rob i hope rob gets to fight over there eh? like, you know, all the time, like bro are you gonna be fighting on like lupini or something like that like oh, come on man but um I think he's over there till about the 18th of March, so he's got a wee way to go still. But fuck, yeah, it'd be exciting to see him fight. One of one of my clients, she was training on that strip that um, Bung Tao was on. Oh and, yeah. Um, she was saying like, fuck, it was crazy because, like, from her gym, one girl, boom, fight on one championship. Just across the road, another gym, boom, go fight on one championship. Like, yeah. Since that penny opened up, they've all just been bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Like, just getting sent there left, right, and center, man. So that's um, cool, eh? Yeah, if the opportunity came for Rob, fuck, that would be awesome, man. Like, mm. imagine how buzzy would that be, guys, seeing him fight on one little penny, you know? Like, fuck. Ah. Yeah, especially like, like, like right at the start, too, because it's getting just bigger and bigger and bigger, eh? Like, fuck, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's really cool. When I when I go over in July, I'm actually going to go train at um, Bung Tao because. Um, one of my friends that I used to work with in Thailand um, at base, she's one of the strength and conditioning coaches there. Oh, man. And um, one guy that I used to train who fought on one championship, he's an MMA fighter, Shannon Wiedertry, he fights out of that gym. Yeah. And then um, this other guy, Top Noi, who I think is signed to the UFC now. But mm. when I was I was training with him back when I was fighting in China, and um, he was ranked number one at Rajdaman, um for Muay Thai, uh, I think for the 59-kilo division around that. Yeah. Um, but he was super good, man. Like, and like, he's crazy as fuck, man. But yeah. he's like super good, really good chin. Like, yeah. there's this post he put up. He lost this MMA fight. He lost this fight, <laughs> but to this Japanese grappler, you know, Muay Thai, like yeah. judo, BJJ. Yeah. But he did an up elbow and he actually knocked out the dude's two front teeth. <laughs> so he's, like, he's like, even if you beat me, I'm taking your teeth. He showed a photo of that guy holding the medal, like he won the fight, and he's smiling and he's got no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's crazy. Oh. 
crazy, man. So I want to see him again. So yeah. it's going to be cool, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I remember someone saying one time about someone had fought Sanchai when, like, Sanchai was, you know, like, not quite the, um, you know, like, he was really killing it just as a fighter without, you know, being, you know, yeah. now he's like the big show kind of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And apparently he got a knee in the, the whoever he was fighting got a knee in the mouth and all his front row got stuck into his mouth guard and he went through the fight and then um, at the end of the fight, he took his mouth guard out and all his teeth were stuck to it, like all his top teeth. No. <laughs> That's a heavy knee, man. <laughs> That's a heavy knee. Dude, no, he he does like he he hits like a bloody bull, man. Yeah. Like his teeth, his teeth is like a straight punch from like a cruiserweight to the body. <laughs> you know, like his left teeth to the gut. It's it's actually really hard. It's like yeah. a punch, you know. Oh, that solid. His legs yeah. are massive, man. For a, yeah. for, for a sixty-five kilo fighter, yeah, his oh, legs yeah. are trunks. Yeah, he's he's a fucking big dude, eh? Um, yeah, man. Anyway, I think I can right, probably that's cool. That's a yeah, cool yarn. Yeah, right. um, again, everybody out there that's having a bit of a hard time with the weather, think about you guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't forget to to talk to your mates and check in. I guess you're trying your best, but it's probably pretty hard times ahead. So make sure if you if you um, need to talk to anybody in that, you just go and do it. Or if you're fundraising for anything, let us know so we can help out and. Um, yeah. yeah, be cool, and also good luck with your show this week, Mark. Oh, fucking, it's going to be wild, man. It's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to hearing how it goes. Crazy times ahead. It's going to be mm. awesome, bro. Yeah, thanks, great. Right, Sweet. We'll talk. Sweet, see ya.